Good morning. This is Kathy Brox of LUTGRadio.com. WKKP Digital Broadcasting on 102.4 FM on your digital dial. Amen, amen on your FM um, dial. There you go. Let us thank God. Radio stands for let us thank God radio. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for loving me. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for making me in your likeness, oh Lord, in your image, oh God, your spirit, oh Lord. I'm loving you. Thank you, Lord God Almighty. Lord God, you're worthy. <laughs> Give God all the praise, the honor, and the glory. If there was no heavenly father, there would be no Jesus and no salvation for either one of us. Oh, you're like, Kathy, that's deep. No, that's just the truth. Ain't nothing deep about it. It's just the truth. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. Oh, we, we up in here. And um, so today is July 5th, uh, 2022. You're like, Kathy, why are you giving us the dates? Because one, y'all listen to the radio and you want to know what day it is. Is this a recording or what's today? Well, today is July 5th. If I run a recording and you listen to it in September and I say July 5th, then you better pull up your phone and see what day it is. Because you're like, wait a minute, ain't today September? Now, <laughs> you get it. I ain't gonna do that over again. <laughs> I was strolling through the internet over the weekend as I commonly do. And I found a I went across a few things. And so I included some solutions and the truth and some of our uh in the um putting on the whole armor of God. So we're going to put on the whole armor of God today. And we're going to put on, uh, and we're going to talk about Jesus. Amen. Me, you, Jesus. That's what we do. We talk about, we talk about the goodness of the Lord. And, um, how God loves us enough to correct us. That's what we talk about. Like, for example, Pardon me. I just said something got like a lot of phlegm in my throat. For example, you could be a good father and a good mother and be kind and, you know, good with your kids and they love being around you. But sometimes when you got to discipline them. And suddenly you're the worst person ever. Right. You're the worst person ever. And they figure you're the worst because. Well, so-and-so mom, let them do it. Uh, I don't care. I don't care. My mother used to tell us that all the time. Okay, so with if they jump off a roof, you going to jump too? Uh, what? Huh? No. Then why would you follow them down the wrong road and you know what they're doing is wrong? Because, um, ooh, uh, I don't know. That's why you on punishment. <laughs> think for yourself 
Stop following people down the wrong road. Think for yourself. And so oftentimes a lot of our punishments were for um, going against what she already told us to do. Because she already had, had a set of rules. One is you don't commit no crime. I don't care who around. I don't care who you trying to impress. You don't do no crimes, period. You do. Don't worry about the police. I'll kill you myself. <laughs> she'll be like don't worry about calling the police i just kill you myself you ain't got to worry about that don't worry about it don't worry about it you want to go rob and steal and hurt people oh don't they ain't got to worry about this Mm-mm. no i i do it myself i do it myself so uh none of us did any of that why she meant what she said <laughs> Some parents would rather beat you into an oblivion than allow somebody else to take your life. Because you ain't supposed to be robbing, going out there robbing, stealing, and killing, right? And she'll tell you, that ain't what God made you for. That ain't what God made you for. And so um, our hearts, uh, my heart does go out to all those folks that had to deal with um, these uh different shootings and things that went on for the 4th of July. Um, And I think it was like Thursday. I came on, I told y'all, yo, chill, hang out with your fams and whatnot. Don't be trying to go out and meet, you know, like don't bring no new people into your circle for this weekend, just for this weekend. You know, don't bring nobody into your circle right now. You don't really know who's who because I told myself, you know, they're going to try and challenge your manhood, and you going to snap. You be like, I'm a man, I'm a man. But you a man every day, whether they there or not. You a man every day. You a good father. You a father every day, whether they there or not. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, um, anyway, uh, I did not see these particular events that happened. I just got like this crazy feeling about some people and I was like man I, I should say something even if I don't say uh the names of the people um anyway they ended up not getting hurt which is great um and so anyway um and so uh some people did get hurt six people got hurt over in Illinois well dead that shot dead by this young 22 year old guy who um I only say his name, but um he likes to hurt he he thinks he likes to hurt people, so anyway um and then uh one guy over in Texas shot up three people, killed two of them, and then ended up taking his own life uh shot up a couple shot three cops they uh they they'll live though um and another one shot. It was just a bunch of shooting for the 4th of July. Y'all just notice the 4th of July is not about shooting each other. It's not about shooting anybody, actually. It's a celebration of freedom and independence for the United States of America from England. The United States of America was formed on the premise that we could worship the Father, worship Jesus the way we want to, in spirit and in truth, not just according to what the king says or what the queen says. But according to what the Bible says. And so uh, we won that right. That was the whole point of coming over to America. Um, 
But guess who was here first? Native Indians. So who was the real Americans? Them. Anyway. So I just wanted to say that. Jesus loves you, beloved. So do I. Forgive those that have hurt you. Mistreated you. Did you wrong. Made a baby with somebody else over the weekend. And you the wife. Or you the husband. Forgive them. Ask God to help you through it. And um, to God be the glory. Heavenly Father, we come to you, Lord God, through the shared blood of your son, Jesus Christ. And we just thank you for your love, your peace, your strength. We thank you, Lord God, for uh, that we may honor you with this show. We thank you, Lord God. Uh-oh. We thank you, Lord God, that we may honor you with this show. We thank you, Lord God, that you speak through my lips, oh, Father God, and that we uh, are a blessing to those that are listening and not a curse. And we thank you, Lord God, for the gift of your tithe, because tithing is a real thing, and it is scriptural, and it is in God. Amen. And Ananias and Sapphira did drop dead for lying. They were stealing from God. Will a man rob God? Yeah, he will. He want to go get him a Lamborghini. But God's like, why would you do that? The same thing he told. I I thank you, Lord God. The same thing you told Adam and Eve. I only want this one tree right here. The tithes represents that one tree that he been trying to get man to just let him have this whole time. I only want this one tree right here. You can have the tree of life, but... This one here, that knowledge, look, leave that alone. Leave that alone. I just want that one. Y'all can have everything else. I just want that one right there. All right? God is just saying, I just want that 10%. What we're going to do is use that, and we're going to send people out to go and witness and evangelize and speak about the gospel. I thank you, Lord God, for your tithes with an S. I thank you, Lord God, for your ties. Amen. And we'll tell you, you're going to hear why I'm thanking God for the ties when we put on the whole armor of God. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord. Amen. You're listening to Kathy Brocks on LUTGRadio.com, WKKP, Digital Broadcasting. Digital Broadcasting, 102.4 FM on the dial. Amen. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. 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 Do I have this thing on? All right. Uh, so. Oh, do I have the, my apologies. I'm looking at something and I'm trying to see if my, uh, I know my mic is hot. Uh, but I, I'm, I can't hear myself all suddenly. Amen, amen, amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Well, I know it's hot. All right. So, um, we're going to keep moving forward. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Ooh, we. All right. So, um, we're going to put on the whole armor of God. Y'all know where we go first. Going over to Luke uh, chapter 24. 
Luke 24. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. What? All right. So that, that thing is just having some issues right now. All right. So we're going to let that roll. Amen. Glory to God. To God be the glory. Amen. So if you're listening uh, via the uh, via um, internet-radio.com, you can also listen on Radio Garden because uh, this this thing might be, it looks like it's down, but they, it'll come up in a minute. They'll fix it. Uh, Luke 24, 45. All right, Luke twenty four forty five says, "Then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures." Oh, eh, oh, eh, ain't nothing like getting that understanding, law. Go with me to Ephesians chapter six. Ephesians chapter six says. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. That ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness. And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Uh, verse 16 above all taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto. With all perseverance, supplication for all saints. Oh, hold on a second. I forgot a word. I skipped over a word. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth Boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. That's right. Rebuke every spirit of dizziness. The enemy will do anything to keep you from speaking the gospel. Don't receive any spirit of dizziness. Don't receive any, don't receive any spirit of sin. Amen. To God be the glory. Remember, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Say, I bind you, devil, in the name of Jesus. Amen. 
I'm on verse 24. Grace be with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. Go with me to the book of Numbers, chapter 6, verse 24. Uh, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. <laughs> I just realized what I did. Hold on a second. I could do it for memory, but I don't I don't like to do it for memory. Hold on. I apologize, y'all. I sit up there and put uh I put numbers six twenty-four and then I didn't put the rest of it. <laughs> ah. Oh no. I went backwards. No wonder didn't pick it up. Alrighty. All right, so we're on uh, the book of Numbers, chapter 6, verse 24. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Here we go. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel, and I will bless them. You hear that? Peace. Peace is shalom, complete. Stop receiving spirits of depression and oppression. It is easy to say, I am healed, I am delivered, than to say, well, I got this on me, and that's just how it's going to be. No, you, no that ain't how it's going to be. Life and death is in the power of your tongue. Don't receive that. You wouldn't receive a bullet to your hand or to your chest. Why would you receive that? Now, that is, I'm not telling you how to go shoot yourself or let somebody shoot you. Come on now, get real. Or you wouldn't let, you wouldn't let harm come to your family. You wouldn't. Why, why would you receive anything, any mess that Jesus didn't receive that? He took the punishment for it. He didn't receive it. You never heard him confess that mess. Go with me to Psalms 91. Remember, as a man think of, so is he. So change your thoughts to the thoughts of God. Read your word. Read the word of God and stop interrupting my message. Psalms 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Amen. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. 
Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon a... Oh. Uh, hold on a second. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Amen. Because he have set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he have known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Go to Isaiah 54. Isaiah 54. All right. Uh... And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord. And great shall be the peace of thy children. I'm on verse 13. Verse 14. And righteousness shall thou be established. Thou shall be far from oppression. For thou shalt not fear. And from terror. For it shall not come near thee. Behold. They shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire, and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the ways to, to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their righteousness is of me, say of the Lord. Do not pass on a spirit of depression. Tell it to leave now. Rebuke it. Don't go and try and get that mess of somebody. Mm. Amen. We are not called to bear people's sickness. Or spirits of sickness. Sickness is spirits of sickness. Those are demonic. We're not called to bear demons for people. We're called to, to help you to pray for deliverance. Pray for healing. We're not called to bear, bear sin. Jesus didn't keep the sin. Hello. Amen. He defeated death, hell, and the grave. And he sent those demons out of that man. And he dropped off sin in hell. When Jesus rose again after three days, was he covered in sin? He was not. Bright and shining he was. Child, if Jesus was covered in sin when he rose after three days, he could not go into heaven and put on his glory. He could not receive the, the his his glory body he could not he couldn't go in and out of the father field with sin 
Oil and water don't mix, it separates. You flesh cannot stand in the presence of God nor look at the face of God. Sin can't do that. Go with me to the book of Malachi. Go with me to the book of Malachi. Verse 3. I mean chapter 3 verse 10. I'm in Malachi 3 10 through 12. Bring ye all the... This tells you tithes exist. There's a bunch of scriptures on tithes. But I want you to hear this one. Because this is important. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse. That there may be meat in mine house. And prove me now. Herewith. Saith, hold on a second, and prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. That's exceedingly abundantly rich, blessed. Amen. That also includes healing. And I am on verse 11. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. Uh, that will be those spirits of sin that are running ramshot through your mind. And he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field saith the lord of hosts he's rebuking premature death god will rebuke premature death because you tie He'll bless your house, your mind, your body, your soul. And all these nations shall call you blessed. For ye shall be a delightsome land, saith the Lord of hosts. Look. I know some of these preachers have probably been a little bit hard on y'all about tithing. And they didn't give you every fear-mongering thing that they could find about tithing because they want you to bring in the tithes because they're trying to build the church. They want you to be blessed, yada, yada. Work out your own, pay your tithes. You're supposed to pay your tithes. God only asked you for 10%, just like I told you earlier. God only asked you to, you can have everything in the Garden of Eden. Just don't touch that one tree. That's mine. That's my tithe. That's the tithe. That shall tithe to me that one tree. 10% of your income, 10 cents on a dollar. You keep 90 cents, God keeps 10 cents, and then he gives you 30, 60, and 100 fall uh, outpouring from heaven more than you can handle, more than you can hold. More than you can hold. Abundantly blessed. 
The tithe is an intimate thing with God. Now, I know some of these pastors are going around repenting about how they talk to you about tithes. Now, I ain't listened to their whole message because actually I just read it. I read what I saw and I said, okay, I, I know some of the things he had been saying and some of the folks. That, but look, you got to read the Bible for yourself. You got to read the Bible for yourself. And tithing is scriptural. Tithing is the word of God. It is from the Lord God Almighty. And tithing will protect your house. That's not, it's not just talking about the four walls that you're sitting on the inside. Your first house is this body, this earthly thing that you're in. Remember, you are a soul. Uh, I mean, you are a spirit inside of a soul. And a soul inside of a body. I think I said that right. The you, you are threefold core. You have your soul, you have your spirit, and you have your flesh body. The flesh body is gonna pass away and you're gonna get a new body, a heavenly body. Your soul and your spirit is intact. The spirit, that's God. That's the God part of you. Your soul, that's you. That's your experiences, your life. That's your book of life. Your soul is your book of life. That's you. Tithing protects that book of life so that the book don't close up early. So that you, when you get to 25 the other the other part of the book ain't torn off. You ever seen a book with a back cover been torn off and the page some of the pages are missing? You don't want to get to seventy five to fifty and seventy five and go, Oop, where's the end of my book? Where's the back cover of my book? What? Some people when you ten and twelve years old, seventy five seem like it's old. But when you get to sixty five and seven, you like, wait a minute, seventy five ain't old. I don't feel old. I wanna I want to live a little bit longer. I got things I want to do. God said 120. Then come home. Let's Jesus come for his bride first. Don't make no deals with the devil for your life. He didn't make you. God made you. God said you get 120 years. Don't renegotiate lesser time. Life and death is in the power of your tongue. Stop receiving spirits of oppression and depression because it didn't come from God. Remember, 2 Timothy 1 and 7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, that is terror, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. The power is the anointing, the spirit of the living God. Remember, God said, Let us make man in our image and in our likeness. In Genesis chapter 1, 26 through 28. And he made the whole spirit of man in, in that on that sixth day. He made everything, including all the animals and everything. And he made the spirit of man on the sixth day. And then on the seventh day, after he anointed the seventh day and called it holy, then he made the soul of man, which would house the spirit of man, which means we were holy 
God don't have an unholy thing in his whole, in his place that he called holy in his time and in his presence that he called holy in his day of rest that he called holy on his day of rest. He made a blessed thing, a good thing, a wonderful thing. He made man on the seventh day. Genesis two and seven. I would read Genesis two, one through seven. On the seventh day, he made a holy thing that will be us, man. And in the day that he made us, when he breathed into the nostrils, and what he breathed into the nostrils was the spirit of man that he made on the sixth day. He breathed his spirit into us on that seventh day into our soul. We had a full on fully functioning body. And in that body there was no sickness, no disease, no oppression, nor depression. No cancer, no missing limbs, nothing. Completely whole. In the image and the likeness of the Most High God. So when you talk about yourself, you think about how God made you whole. And that's what you say about yourself. I don't care what you're going through. Say, I am healed. I am whole. Matthew 6, 9, and 10. That's what God is talking about. When he says, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And he pauses and he says, There is no sickness in heaven. Say, I am healed. He's saying, Believe what you were. Believe what is in heaven right now because that is what you were. And that is what I paid for for you to become again, to be restored, to be replenished into what you were. You are whole. Sound mind, sound body. That's why he kept saying throughout the scriptures and throughout the Bible, you have sound mind and sound body. And he says stuff like, imitate me. In John uh, 4, 12, Jesus says, greater things than I shall you do because I go home to the Father. Go with me to Mark eleven twenty three. Mark eleven twenty three. 23. It says, for verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. If you keep confessing, that you depressed and that you have that spirit on you. Congratulations. That's exactly what you're going to have. 
But if you confess, I am of sound mind and sound body, that's what you're going to have. You acknowledge that you are the redeemed of Christ. Redemption comes with salvation. Salvation is a healed body. It is a, and it is a spirit of life and not death. And it is abundant riches. You, the redeemed of Christ, were called to be blessed. James 1 and 5. James 1 and 5. I'm using King James Version. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of the Father that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth. Not, and it shall be given him. Listen for the voice of the Lord God Almighty. Stop just rebuke want rebuke that desire in your heart that you want to be holy so much that you just want to hear a voice. You already holy. You the redeemed of Christ. You holy. You are already holy. You believe Jesus. You're holy already. Don't be, don't listen for other voices. Listen for God's voice. And how will you hear it? Read the word of God. Anytime you hear a spirit, test it. Line it up with the word of God. The enemy does not want to say or ever say, yes, Jesus is the risen Lord. Don't say, is Jesus the risen Lord? Anytime you want to test a spirit, you got to get them to say it. Because the enemy does not want to confirm that Jesus defeated death, hell, and the grave. Does not want to confirm that Jehovah God is Lord. That Jesus is the son of the most high God. And that Jesus paid the price on the cross. The enemy does not want to confirm that he is a defeated foe. He lost. He lost before he even began. When he decided. To receive sin into his heart. He lost. Kicking him out of heaven, taking all his beauty was just a process. But he lost when he decided to disobey God. That's when he lost and he was sunk into utter darkness. He lost before he even took a step towards taking the throne. He had already lost. Go me to the book of John, chapter 3, verse 21. I got to say this. You want to be like the one that made you, not the one that keeps trying to get you to fall away 
from your first love, Jesus Christ. The enemy is like that guy that sees this sees this man with a good thing that will be you and keeps coming and picking and picking at your marriage trying to get trying to separate y'all. He'll even send another woman to rub up on your husband. He'll try and take your eyes off of your husband. He'll even try and do little things for you knowing he ain't got a pot to pee in. But he see your booty and he want it. So he try and separate y'all and get y'all a divorce so he can move into this man's house. And thinking, oh, if I move in there, she going to be just as happy. No, she ain't. You wasn't anointed to have her. Because you didn't have faith. The enemy was not anointed to be your father in faith. Because he chose to go against the father. He was not anointed to be a creator because he is a creation. There's only one creator. There's only one most high God. The Lord God I am, Jehovah God. There's only one son of God. His name is Jesus. One savior. I should say one savior because we're all his sons. But there's only one savior. That's Jesus. He already paid the price on the cross. We ain't got to do that no more. We don't have to do that. Jesus already did it. Debt is paid. There's no such thing as once saved, always saved. When you receive Christ as your Lord and Savior and you are forgiven of your sins, you got to continue walking in Christ. You cannot say the prayer of faith and then go back and continue to sin. You got to say, make your confession of faith known and then live out that confession of faith. So let's say, for example, you hustling. Now, I ain't talking about the regular hustling. I'm talking about you at work. And while you at work, you done took a side job. So you working this side job while you at your regular job. Taking time from the boss doing the job. Supposed to be doing that job at that job. Y'all y'all know what I'm talking about. Some of y'all do that. So you work 20 hours for the boss where you're supposed to be working 40 hours. And then this side job, you're working 20 hours during the time you're supposed to be working at 40 hours. But you're getting paid for 60 hours, but you only put in 40. But you split it between the two. You're stealing from that first job. Trying to make extra money. So why? You can buy, you can get more stuff on a credit card. You ain't even paying debts off. You just buying stuff. You're lying, cheating, and stealing. You're fatigued and you're sick. Why? Because you're doing wrong. When you get saved, you are forgiven of all your sins. That means you got to repent. Meaning you got to stop doing those bad things that you're doing. Making long distance phone calls at work. You ain't got permission to do that. When you go to work, you talk on the phone to your friends for eight hours a day. And expect a check. Uh-uh. You come to work to work. To help the company to prosper. Because I guarantee you. When y'all stop. When that company stops prospering. 
you're going to need to find another job. When you're called to work, work. Stop doing bad things. When you get saved, start doing the right things. When you don't know, read the word of God and God will let you know. But God has given us something on the inside of us. A little truth thing. It's called the word of God. And it'll let you know when you're doing right and when you do wrong. You know right from wrong. You know evil from good. You know what breaks the law and what's not. Running a red light, you just broke the law. You know that. Simple examples. You know right from wrong. John 3.21 says, But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought, in God, meaning right in God. Give your life to the Lord. Do it for real. Not, not just so you can check it off as well. I said the prayer. I'm good. I ain't got to do nothing else. Yeah, you do. You got to live for God. That's kind of like when you tell your kids to clean the house. And they form a cleaning the house. Is shoving everything up under the couch, in the pillowcases, in the closet. And instead of mopping the floor, they just get a little wet towel and wipe the floor just where it's dirty. Just where you can see the ketchup stains. And you expect somebody to come over your house and sit there. Your, your couch smells like the dog. Hair, dog hair is everywhere. Smell like, some, smell like somebody's booty. Like somebody been sitting there. Sleeping there, I should say. It smells like somebody been sleeping there for five days. Just fart stains everywhere. You can't invite nobody to that. Ain't nobody going to want to come sit there. Ain't nobody going to want to come and visit you and have a conversation with you. And they get they got to sit on a fart couch. And they look at the floor. They see dust. They see dust bunnies all over the floor. If you will not accept a dirty house, then why would you expect God to accept a dirty house? You got to clean up. God forgave you of all your sins. That means now that he's forgiven you of all your sins, what you got to do now is start doing right, making right choices. Making right choices. So instead of when you go to the grocery store, Eating grapes as you go along and then not paying for them. Because who can weigh a grape, a bag of grapes after you done ate them all and put them in your belly? Can't nobody weigh a bag of grapes that you done put in your belly? How about you pay for them and then you eat them? I mean, just a little simple stuff. Stuff that you do and you people don't really think about it, but somebody got to pay for them grapes. Who's paying for the grapes? The store owner is paying for those grapes that you done ate for free. Change your life. When you get saved, God is calling you to change your life and to make right choices. The seeds you sow is the harvest that you reap. The seed you sow is the harvest that you reap. So you got to sow some good things because I can guarantee you, you don't want to drink from a toilet, right? 
and you don't want to eat your food from off the ground, then you don't, you shouldn't expect other people to live like that either. You got to treat people the way you want to be treated. And the way you want to be treated is the way Jesus loves the church. And John three sixteen and 17, it says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that, oh, hold on a second. Let me read this over again. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever shall believe it in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Amen. I just want to make sure I had every word correctly. Didn't want to skip any words. Because I want to offer you an opportunity. I want to offer you this opportunity to be forgiven of your sins. To repent yourself. And be forgiven. Be saved. Amen. Repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was from this day forward, Lord Jesus. I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead, that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly. 100%. Make me a light in this earth and the salt that gives it flavor. And from this day forward, I will live for you, Jehovah God, in the name of Jesus and share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet and everyone I know. Is commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. With the evidence of speaking in tongues and interpreting tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Congratulations. You just got saved. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me get, let me hear you say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. (laughs) Now that I'm saved, what do you do? You take authority. I should say now that you're saved, what do you do? You take authority over your life. You rebuke any sickness in your life. 
Amen. A sound mind and a sound body. You rebuke any sickness. And you receive your healing. You're like, Kathy, that's it. You got to believe and have faith. You can either speak death over yourself because life and death is in the power of your tongue. You can either speak death over yourself or speak life. Speak life. That way you live long and you prosper. You get the joy. You get to keep the joy of the Lord. Remember, keeping God's joy is up to you. You got to say it. Say something. Say it. All right. I want you to take the 10 week foundation foundations course. It's free. It's on LUTGRadio.com on the resource page. Read your Bible every day. Start off with the book of John. And I pray that God will send you to a Bible based church that teaches from the Holy Bible in spirit and in truth. Amen. And remember, God wants you to tithe. Yes, he does. Did people die when they did not tithe? As an example, yes, they did. Ananias and Sapphiras, they, they, I guess they sold some real estate or something and they lied about the price. So what they, instead of giving a tithe, they was really just giving an offering. Well, what they should have said is, I ain't giving y'all a tithe. I'm giving y'all an offering. Or they should have said, well, this is what we really pay for the house, but I'd rather give you an offering than a tithe. Because they really wanted to go spend that money. They they should have been honest. And God would have been like, okay, well, look, you're not, you not believing what we believe in. You know, go ahead on someplace else or whatever. Because remember, that was when the church was first being built. And so they needed the, to collect the money to, so they could send people out into the rest of the world to get the gospel out. So that's what they were doing. They got to keep 90% plus they was going to get uh, interest on that. 10% that they sold, 30, 60, and 100 fold. But they were greedy. They wanted to go to the mall. They they had a they had a whole 90% left over. It was it wasn't their house that they was living in. It was an extra house. You feel me? They were they were doing good. They were just greedy. So yeah, they lied to the Lord. They lied to the, you know, well. God was, you know, God was in his, in their, in their presence. Cause you know, the, the, the head, the heads of the church were there collecting tithes. But remember that tie belongs to the Lord. So yeah, he sent them to their father. He sent them. That's what, that was their confession of faith. So he let them go to their father, the devil. So. Um, you like Kathy, you mean everybody is going to die if they don't tithe? You have a spiritual death. So, uh, salvation provides you with spiritual life, but get, do this rather than hold back the tithe or lie about the tithe or not pay the full amount. Ask Jesus about it. Talk to Jesus about it and ask him, well, what is, I understand that the tithe go to you. But what is the church doing with the tithe? Because that's what people's real question is. Am I paying for his new Lamborghini or her new uh, Maybach or whatever, new car, new house? Am I paying for that with my tithes? Uh, No, you're not because it ain't your tithes. It belongs to God. And so whatever he tells them to do with that, that's their business. But this is what you got to check out. For that 10%, you get back. 30, 60, and 100 fold. So to be honest with you, don't even care what they do, what the preachers do with the tithe. Don't even care. 
That's God's business. Only thing you got to say is, God, honor my tithe. Because let's say, for example, if the pastor turns out to be a crook or a philanderer or a whoremonger, remember, a whoremonger will not enter into the kingdom of God. So that means that that's bad ground. But even if you, let's say you saw into bad ground and you don't know it, or you believing for the for the pastor to change and you praying and praying, you trying to stick there with him or whatever. <clears throat> Your prayer should be, Father, in the name of Jesus, honor my tithe because I'm giving my tithe to you. The pastor is just the one that's receiving it. But I'm giving my tithe to you that the souls may be won in the earth because that's what you're doing. So don't even worry about the pastor. Don't. You pray for them, pray for the pastor, pray for the pastor's wife or spouse, because the pastor may be a female. Pray for the pastor's spouse, pray for their family and children, pray for whatever board they have, pray for the, the members of your church and pray for the body of Christ and pray for your 30, 60, 100 fold to return to you immediately. Put a demand on that tithe. I want my harvest 30, 60, 100 fold. And for you folks that have favorites in church, if you find a pastor having favorites in church or disliking one person for whatever reason, he heard or he or she heard a rumor, forgive them immediately and still demand that the pastor will not lock up your harvest because some people will do that and they do it amiss. Well, some people do it on purpose. Well, they will lock up a person's harvest because they heard such and such. They heard so-and-so where they looked into that person's spirit and they saw these, they, they saw and they saw these spirits around them. You don't know if somebody sent that spirit on them. They probably live in a pious life and they got these, they, maybe they family members are doing that or maybe their co-workers are doing that and people are sending stuff they weigh and maybe they don't even realize that's on them. Because why? Because they focus is on Jesus. They ain't listening to... But when they find out, they rebuke it. Don't block somebody's blessing because you heard something or you saw something. If you see something on somebody, address it with them. Say, hey, can I pray for you? And if they say no, pray for them privately, secretly. Let God handle it. Let God tell them. But don't start mistreating somebody because you see something or you heard something. Remember, we got to treat people the way we want to be treated. We got to love them with all our heart. Love God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. And when we love God like that, we love ourselves like that. When we love ourselves like that, we're going to love everybody else like that. Right? Right. All right, so we got to walk and act like Jesus. Amen? Talk like him. Do like him. Amen? That's what we're here for. To represent the gospel. To preach the gospel. That people may be saved and that they may live a life that is holy unto the Lord, unto the Lord Jesus Christ. We got to honor God in our doing because look what he did. He put himself on the cross. He defeated death, hell, and the grave. He went to hell for us, y'all. That wasn't easy. He rose again. He had to believe that God would raise him up and God did. And then he had to believe that he would be received into the kingdom of heaven. And he was. And then he had to come back and show himself to his disciples so they wouldn't forget. And wouldn't let doubt enter into their mind so that we present day could get saved because the gospel was going to be and continue to be preached. The most popular book in the entire world is the Holy Bible. And it's popular for a reason because it's the truth. Amen.
Don't give up on the word of God because the word of God, the Lord Jesus, ain't giving up on you. LUTGradio.com, WKKP, Digital Broadcasting. My name is Kathy Brox. Say, uh, share the link. Amen.